Happy Father's Day, everyone. Um, today is June 16th, 2019, and it's Father's Day, so I wanted to do a tribute to fathers out there by reading some letters from dear friends that I requested to send. Uh, I requested them to send them to me um, so I can read them on my podcast. So welcome back to another episode of Roxanne's Corner. If you would like to reach out to me, you can email me at r-o-x-a-n-n-e-s-k-o-r-n-e-r at gmail.com. And you can also reach me at Instagram at Roxanne's Corner. So without further ado, we're going to get into these letters and hopefully I'm able to get through them without choking up. It's going to be difficult because um, these are to our dads. Some of our dads are still here and some of them are not. They've gone home to be with the Lord. And today was um, an especially um, hard day because as um, if you're if you don't know me, you don't know that my my father passed a few years ago. But for those of you who do know me, you know that I'm a daddy's girl. I will always be a daddy's girl. And um, this is this particular podcast is really really special to me. So I really hope that you guys receive it well. And um, if you shed a tear, it's okay because we all have um, those times where we get emotional and um, there are also times where we just need to let it out. So go ahead, grab your tissues. Some of these these letters may be a little difficult. So I'm, I, I, I have about, I think, five or six letters that I'm going to read to you and they're really special. They really look into the heart of um, of children that are now adults but we still have childlike spirits and we all uh, still look up to our dads. So I am going to begin with this letter. Dear Pops, how's things been with you? Hopefully you are enjoying yourself. Happy Father's Day. I haven't been working on getting those grandkids you've been pressing me for. It's been a drought or maybe my focus just hasn't been there lately. Rome wasn't built in a day. It took planning and money. Well, much of the life, well, much of the life lessons you taught me, I've applied them, and some I haven't. Sometimes I just went. Sometimes I just wish I spent more time with you when I was when I was here. I know God called you back home because your mission was complete. You taught us all. You taught us. All, um, you taught us all that you could reach as men. Selfishly, I just want you back to ask many questions and to get answers from a man's older perspective. Then again, this is where I start the next chapter, old school. A while back, I had befriended this woman who hit me to a lot of things. Her and I both lost our fathers. She helped me grow during the mourning phase, even though I truly haven't just cried yet just seeing her help me she's the reason why I'm writing this letter I know you like handwritten letters I just know this would be the perfect Father's Day gift wow am I crazy or what I'm just starting to write in cursive 
Every time I hear the song, Dance With My Father, I get choked up. Love you. This is from my friend Gilbert Ward. He's out of the Washington, D.C. area. Thank you, Gil. Dear Daddy, where do I begin? I'm truly blessed and honored to be your daughter. I'm grateful that God chose you to be my earthly father. I believe that he is well pleased in your role, in the role that he has placed you in. From birth, you you prayed and covered me, loved me and chastised me, maybe a little too often though. I know I was not the best child, but you know what they say about preacher's kids. They are the worst. I'm surprised you don't have arthritis in your wrist from the many spankings I received. If nothing else, I know you believe the word of God, especially the verse about sparing the rod. But in all seriousness, thank you. Thank you for loving me enough to correct me when I was wrong. Thank you for loving me enough to make my own mistakes, yet still showing me the true example of grace in a tangible form. I am grateful that you always point me to Christ and that you live the example of what it looks like for a man to submit to God and love him so much that he know that he knows how to live, how to love his wife and children in return. I could go on and on, but on this Father's Day, I just want you to know I'm grateful to my heavenly father for putting me under your care enjoy your day i love you kanika thank you kanika dear pops you have been a great leader and a great role model for me you have shown me what fathers what a father's love is supposed to be to to his children you have taught me a lot in life i thank you for all the life lessons you have shown me and continue to show me thank you for being a great role model and teacher. I love you, Pops. Love, Damien. Thank you, nephew. Daddy, good morning. Just a quick check in with you. It's been almost 30 years since we did one of these. The last time we did this, you asked me why I didn't write more often. Truth is that it's emotionally exhausting. Once I start writing, I can't really control what comes out. I can only make it readable. I really don't think that this would have happened had your baby, Roxanne, not asked me to do it. She has this voice now that she is putting out there and expressing herself. It's pretty cool and downright awesome, but you already knew that was going to happen. It was just a matter of when. Speaking of when, no more Savannah, your DIL has done it again. She got a promotion and we had to let go of that, of the monster house in Savannah. She has taken over management for her job in North America's. She has stopped me with the big dogs now. But you knew that was going to happen. It was just a matter of when. She has grown so much the, since the days of well-done steaks at Red Lobster. Your DIL had a rough patch when you left here. You were that father for her and you had a huge impact 
on her. The conversations you two had up in the cave over a handful of Oreos or that chocolate pound cake were priceless to her. When you left, it hurt her bad. She still struggles a bit, but that's a much deeper talk when. Speaking of when, you know, Damien went back to Texas after we got him through school. Yep, he graduated. Thank you, Lordy. But he made it. He jumped back out to Corpus and he kind of figured out what he needed in life. What it is, we still don't know yet. But like you said, I can't live it for him. That is not my role. That, that's a tough pill, pill to swallow. He's getting along very well professionally. He has opened up a restaurant for LH and now is in his third LH and has a solid reputation. Now, personally, he, <laughs> he has some growing and maturity to find and some and maturing to find. At this point, I'm lost. I will be there when needed and support when asked. How this will shake out, God knows. I am sure that he will find his way and figure it out. Until then, help me out and keep your hand on his shoulder. But that's what grand, what granddads do. That gentle, invisible, wise nudge. I know he'll get to the correct path. It's just a matter of how many bumps he has to get along the way. But you know he'll get there. It's just a matter of when. And as you know, mom wouldn't stay in Detroit without you. She sold the condo and got an apartment in Savannah for a minute. Then we left and she came down. So now she has the warm Florida sun all the time. But please know that is no substitute for you. She misses you so much. I cannot describe it. But you know that is your choice that you spoiled for 50 plus years. She said she says she is okay though. She smiles and keeps on moving. But you knew that would happen just a matter of when I sent an audio message out on Friday to everyone wish um, a version of happy Friday without music well I pressed on it just to make sure it was working and I heard your voice I didn't realize our voices were that close Calandra and mom often tell me not to look at them a certain way I knew that we had similar marks but wow we You and I sat down one day in Atlanta back in 19 whatever and talked about the changes you were about to go through and how how you felt about it. For only a second time in all of my days, I heard you express anger, disappointment and how how some things were handled. A few years earlier, I asked you about FI Senior and Grandma Bird. You showed me that you could listen through grief. You also let me see that no one is perfect through life and in death, there is no difference. I just needed to thank you for being you for the last 69 plus years. While you were here and since left, you kept paying it forward. No matter what I do, shave, close my hands, laugh, bend a thumb, pick at someone, sigh, so on and so on. You are there, but you knew that. There was a day back in 1980 that a friend of yours came over to the house and did some repair work. I don't remember what it was, 
but it did matter, but it didn't matter. I was out on the back grilling a burger and he stopped me on his way out to talk for a moment. He wanted me to know how much you loved me. My mind was blown. How could you not know that I loved you and that I worshiped every ground that you walked on? Picture it, my dad. Everyone knew when Rocky walked into the room, his towering presence and voice. Then there was you, the smile and the sense of style. But then he got my attention even more as he made me see that everything you did, gave up, sacrificed, was the benefit of us, for us. I knew you loved me, but I didn't get it then. As a son, I didn't get it. As Rodney, at 17, I didn't get it. I was 18 when Freddie Sr. left here. You explained to me that when, that you explained to me then what my only real responsibilities were in life. As Rodney at 24, I started to understand that love. My understanding grew as we got further along in life. Your love as my father was everything I needed even though it took me a while to understand it, know it, and appreciate it. But you knew all along. After the funeral of my family, of a family friend that passed suddenly, you came home and through conversation encouraged me to see and understand that it is too late to tell someone that you love them when they are in the box and that it was just a matter of when it is our time. Our last phone conversation and text message, you let me know that you knew I loved you and respected everything about you. Thanks for you. Thank you, Rodney. My Father's Day letter to my dad, H. Levi Wooten. Dearest Dad, today is Sunday, June 16th, 2019, Father's Day. What's the saying? Gone too soon? Yes, you left too soon as far as I'm concerned. On the day you passed away, I, along with Shirley, Alma, and Terry, were heartbroken. We lost our patriarch. Also, those who felt the sting of loss were your grandchildren, great-grandchildren, nieces, nephews, cousins, friends, church deacons, and trustees, church members, mentees, Masonic brothers, sisters, co-workers, and the list goes on. Yep, gone too soon. So many people continue to reference you in your good works and deeds. You were so loved. I really miss you, Dad. Our little talks, barked orders, You know you bark like a lamb. And then the sly grin behind it. I miss your calling all three sisters' names, Joyce, Shirley, Alma, and sometimes even Terry's name, before hitting the actual sister you wanted. We we always laughed behind and mocked you afterwards. But we always knew you, you had us on your mind. There was always a sparkle in your eyes and a sly grin on your face. When you talked about us, to friends and relatives, all four of us. We were family, you were our dad. 
I can't leave out your grandkids, how they loved you and how they would love to mess with you. You tried not to show your enjoyment, but the laughs would break out every time. They all tell stories about you and your individual experiences. We knew we we knew you talked about them constantly to your boys. I remember when you would go to Eastern Market, you always brought us a little care package. Depending on the time of the year, it would be fresh fruit, green veggies, fresh corn, etc. You were also you were also so generous and thoughtful of your buddies and those who couldn't get out. It was it was market time for them too. Oh, how I miss your cooking, as well as my sisters and brother. We knew your fussing and yakking on Sundays when we, when we showed up after church for chit-chatting. And of course, Din Din was inviting. You always talked about us all the time, all the while, telling us to grab a plate and not to eat your food. We looked at the, we looked at the stove and in the oven and we burst out laughing. Who's going to eat all this food? We knew you always cooked up the majority dinner of dinner on Saturday evenings because you knew we would all show up about the same time on Sunday after church. Those were the funny times and the best times. Needless to say, we watched that sly grin on your face and your hands on your hips all the time, making sure we were eating. We also would talk you into making more of your good old cornbread. It was the best. To this day, your friends still talk about their brother inviting them over and cooking for them. They miss you too. Oh yes, I would be remiss if I didn't mention how you could sing and pray, pray and pray. The Lord had mercy on all of us. As your, as your family and friends would say, pray brother wouldn't pray. I remember how you led Meraki Temple Shriners Youth Club and helped mentor those young men and some young ladies into some of the most prominent young people in the country. Great job, Dad. I see them everywhere and they always relate their own remembrances of you. Dad, you're still so respected by your family and friends. I could relate story after story after story and never come to an end. I miss you and all of the good times we shared. While still living in Detroit, your visits to us when we lived in Ohio and Indiana, group traveling with the youth department, family traveling to reunions, and even amusement parks, and of course, your all-time favorite, the cruises. You knew how to, how to gather folk, family and friends. What a time we had. Dad, I'm not just writing for me. I'm writing for Shirley, Alma, and Terry too. We all loved you. Indefinite, indefinite, and we all loved you infinitely and can never forget you. Like the flowers on your grave, I do realize how, how fragrant you made mine, Shirley's, and Terry's lives. Oh, and don't forget Alma. Sorry, I didn't read that correctly. Like the flowers on your grave, I do re realize how fragrant you made mine, Shirley's, Alma's, and Terry's lives. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6.23 I miss you 
and will always love you, Dad. Happy Heavenly Father's Day, Joyce. Thank you, Mommy. So last night, um, I was I was up writing late, and this is what I wrote um, as my letter to my dad. And just some random thoughts that I decided that I was going to go ahead and pin on paper. Today, the Saturday before one of the most dreadful days of the year, I did something different. I focused on myself. I did not focus on whom I was missing. Well, not outwardly. On the inside, I was a complete mess. How do I pull myself out of this bed and move on with my day? I know I had an early hair appointment and other things that I that needed to get done. But the question was, how do I do it? It's the day before the most day of the of the most dreadful day of the year. No, not Christmas. No, not New Year's. Not Groundhog's Day and not Easter. It's Father's Day. Well, you may ask, why is it so dreadful? It's dreadful because my father is no longer on earth but in heaven singing with the angels. As a Christian, I should take solace in knowing that my father left this place and went on to be with Jesus. But let me be completely transparent with you. I am not happy about it. I am completely angry and left that he left here when he did. You see, there are tons of things that went unsaid and undone. You know, like, dad, you didn't show me how to make cornbread. <laughs> Yes, he did tons of times, but I was not smart enough to think that he was not going to be here forever to call me or to text or dad. Um, where's that tire pressure thingy again? Chris, it's in your glove compartment. Do you know how to use it? Um, no, dad. And you would hear laughter. Ring, ring, ring. Chris, what are you doing? Have you gotten your Myrtle Beach flight tickets yet? Did you get your Christmas flight tickets yet? No, dad. Well, what are you waiting on? You want me to get it? Yes, please. You know you got to pay your mom back. <laughs> While these may seem like tri trivial things to some people, they are important to me. They taught me valuable lessons. One, be prepared. Two, love at all times. Three, listen. And those are not in any order. Daddy, I love you. Daddy. I love you. I call on the name of Jesus often when it comes to you because you were much more than a father, more than a dad. You were my friend. You know I had three best friends. Mom, Rodney, and you. That's it. That's all. Yeah, people Yeah, people use that word besties. They throw they throw it around quite often nowadays. Daddy, they just don't know what it means. I miss you so much. I am sure if you were still here, you would still be teaching me how to be prepared, how to love at all times, and how to listen. Dad, do you know someone had the nerve to tell me I don't listen? I said, what are you talking about? If anything, I listen too much. I recall watching you sometimes just listening to some people talk. The lesson I learned from... From that is, some people just need to be heard. They don't need anyone to offer opinion or advice. I find myself giving your type of answers like, well, 
how do you feel does that make you feel better and then moving on and finding something to eat in the, fr- in the refrigerator i ain't got time but you often had time for the people that you cared about dad do you know how hard it is to love people i mean people don't make it easy but you did it i was meaning to ask you how you did it i don't ever remember you speaking ill of anyone you truly loved people when you left this earth i was truly not prepared i remember our last thanksgiving together i asked you if you if you passed are you prepared you said yep your mom has everything i thought in my head he's so resolute and so sure of himself it kind of shook me dad that you were really ready to go you were saved and you had your family taken care of talk about preparedness training my god i want to be like you in your absence i still strive to be like you every day In my actions, in my words, the way that I walk every day. Dad, do you ever get sad that you're not here? Don't you just want to go to Eddie Merlot one more time? Or to Eastern Market? Or sing a Luther song, Temptations, Four Tops, whatever it may be. Or serve at church just one more time. I know, I know. Your work was done. When Jesus sat you down and said, well done, thy good and faithful servant. When you left us, you left us in capable hands. Mama's doing well. She's having fun in the sun. <laughs> but guess where? Florida with Rodney and Calandra. Damien is Damien. He has grown into a great young man finding his way. All of your friends and family miss you all of the time and of course they speak of you highly when they see rodney and i we are spitting images of you and mom dad i cannot close this letter without thank saying thank you and i love you yep i get angry you are not here yep i get sad because i can't call or text you but the anger doesn't last as long as it did the tears still flow even as I'm, I'm doing this podcast, tears are flowing. But they get dry a little faster. And my heart aches a little less. Thank you, Dad. I thank you for everything that you have taught me. And every, every lesson, I thank you for every hug. I thank you for every smile, every piece of encouragement, every funny text message, every call to my office, every email that you sent. Every call that you made to the car dealership about my car. 
I thank you for everything. As I sit here and reflect and close out this podcast, you guys, I am sitting in my living room, which is a mess right now because I'm about to move into another chapter. I am thinking about all of the dads that are out here in the world and how sometimes dads, they don't get the credit that is due to them, whether they're in their child's life or they're not in their child's life. Dads matter. Dads matter. Fathers matter. Fathers, father figures matter. They help shape people's existence. And without my father and without my uncles, without my grandfather and without influential men in my life, I don't know where I would be right now. I know I wouldn't be able to give this podcast right now to you. So I want to encourage you if you don't have a relationship with your with your father make a make an effort to restore that relationship because no matter how long they have been out of your life the begin the new beginning that you can have once you start that relationship it will go unmatched you may have lost 10 years but guess what you will gain on the back end You will gain relationship. You will gain love. You will have renewed faith. And if you have a question about it, just pray and ask God to lead you through. Today was a special day at church. Um, The women sang. I'm just going to give you a a little synopsis. I'm not going to go into the sermon or anything. But the pure outpouring of love today... um, to the fathers was just overwhelming. I received something from from my church family. It was very, very special to know that your church family is often thinking of you and praying for you and and just there to lift you up. So if you are part of my church family, I just thank you. Thank you for all of your prayers. Thank you for all of your support. And in closing, I just want you guys to continue to listen to the podcast at Roxanne's Corner. And um, I am so looking forward to bringing you more content weekly. It's been, it's going to be a crazy few weeks. So I need y'all to pray for me because I'm about to move y'all. I'm moving to a whole different setting and I'm so excited. And I know my father would be too. He will be, he would be very, very pleased and very proud of the accomplishments that I have I have done um, since he's left this earth and I just don't know where I would be. Um, So daddy, I pray that you're proud of me. I pray that you're proud of mom. I pray that you're proud of Rodney and Cal and Calandra and Damien. We love you. We miss you. Your presence is always felt uh, wherever we go. And when we're together, So happy Father's Day.